0: was awesome it was so fun it flew I'm I'm telling
1: you we could and that's why you see I love doing these these conversations once you just start talking it's so easy to just we literally could talk for hours
2: You're listening to the NCMU podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. On this episode, we're going to be joined by Aki and Mama Peach from the Adventures of Aki and Fam, where we have an incredible conversation about how they have brought their entire family along in their streaming journey. Hear their story, how they got started, and some of the things that they would tell people who are getting started today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark from Lux Digital Church and Pastor Savage, 85 hello and welcome back to the ncmu podcast where we are devoted to helping raise up the next generation of nerd culture missionaries i am one of your hosts mark from Lux digital
3: church i'm alex also known as pastor savage 85
2: and we're so glad to have you guys back with us today. Thank you guys for listening. And we are joined in the digital studio uh That's by right. an yeah, by an amazing couple and likely uh you already if you're listening to the show, you very likely already know them in, in some capacity, uh, you've probably either been in the stream or or maybe they're entirely new to you because you're not a Destiny 2 player or a retro Legend of Zelda player perhaps, uh, but we're joined today uh, by Aki and Mama Peach. Guys, welcome into the studio, so glad to have you on the show. Thank you for having Hi, us.
0: Hi guys, thank you so much for having us, what a treat.
2: Yeah, I I feel like Aki, I've recorded multiple podcasts with you now, yeah. uh, In whether they were Church Digital or something like that. But this is the first time, Mama Peach, I think I've had you on an episode for anything before.
0: Wow, yeah, such an exciting honor. I think
2: this blessing. is her first podcast ever, actually. Yeah, I'm
0: super nervous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're, you're
2: doing great. Well, yeah, you 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 be nervous? You're nervous? No, be... Yeah, I'm like starstruck a little bit.
3: Now starstruck I'm about, because... about
2: what, Savage, because he's, I mean, I, I, I'm I starstruck by Savage every day. <laughs> so, Literally. I mean, yes, nah. You too? Yeah. It's <laughs> Yankees cat, <laughs> And I'm just trying is. to... <laughs>
3: I'm just trying to grow my beard out to be like Aki's. That's Aww. all, saying. dude. I gotta He's trim mine up. Old,
1: it's out of control. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> I legit almost shaved my beard today and just left the stash. Ooh, I, th- Ooh. I think I'm still gonna do it, Bossy. How, how does your Wait, wife, your wife does feel is about it? How does your wife feel about? She the beard? does not. So a, she <laughs> she loves be okay the beard. She loves did. the beard. Oh. No, no, she oh, loves okay. the beard. She she hates the idea of just the stash. And I told her, listen, if it if it doesn't look good, well, I'll just grow out the beard again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or she shave the stash t- off. and like, just be completely bald on your face. You know, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> she didn't, woman see she didn't marry a woman so there we go (laughs) there we go oh my My
2: goodness goodness. well i don't know if you guys saw it today or not but we were i was in love Thy nerd stream and matt the coo of love Thy nerd shaved his beard off to a mustache Wow! so it he was he was literally on bearded bros so without matt even being on the podcast we're just throwing him under the bus um and also Savage for looking up so much to Matt that he wants to imitate his facial hair every single way. One hundred percent,
1: Matt. If you <laughs> if you're listening to this later, I'm sorry. I will I will I will hold a, a funeral pyre in your beard's honor.
2: Oh, yeah. But also, please rebrand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're no longer matt prime anymore
1: because you, you have the next iteration of matt without the beard like come on man
3: yep but, and you can't have the bearded bros if you don't have a beard that's right like it doesn't make sense
2: you know the community is coming together well enough that we feel like we can grill somebody from the community <laughs> who's not even available to defend themselves that's right. The last episode we had Bubba on from love I nerd he was on for episode three oh, and man. it was just a joy to have him and eventually we will yeah. get matt on an episode uh, before long, and right. uh, the problem with getting mad on an episode is that he and I could end up in a rabbit trail of talking about intricacies about board games <laughs> and never actually get to any genuine conversation that's supposed to be on. There's the show. plenty of genuine conversation
1: ah, to be had about the intricacies of board games, just true maybe that. not the you know genuine conversation that you're wanting to have. You know, that's, there's two different
3: stories. There. <laughs> <laughs> that's not wrong.
2: Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, honestly, like the chiming in right there of uh, Aki and Mama Peach's kids in the background is like the perfect transition um, because (laughs) – Uh, we would love to get to know you guys a little bit, and I don't think there's any way to really get to know your community, your live stream, and what you guys are doing, um, without that involving, like, the entirety of your family, your kids, all of that sort of stuff. So, for our community and the listeners, if they do not know, let's just say they've never been in one of your streams, they don't know anything that you guys are doing, um, Aki, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the adventures of Aki and FAM, your channel, your ministry, what you're doing, just give us a brief overview.
1: Yeah, so uh, we started actually as Aki and Peach. The whole vision was originally, oh, three years ago. Baby Aki obviously was two at the time, so he wasn't even hardly speaking. Um, I was kind of caught a vision for this platform of Twitch. I'd, I'd been around Twitch a little bit and, and I've seen a lot of streams, a lot of different types of content creators, a lot of different types of content and, and didn't really see kind of a place that featured kids. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of risks that kind of go along with that. But I, I wanted to, I, I felt the Lord kind of leading me towards creating a place that could feel like home for those who don't have one or maybe have a toxic relationship with theirs. And so um, started streaming with my daughter. Um, eventually over time, um, Mama Peach got involved. We, we created an Aki After Dark segment where after the kids kind of went to bed, um, it became more of the quote unquote adult Uh, time in the evening and you know things have constantly evolved and changed over time and now Peach is involved a lot more in streams as as we move to homeschool her and baby Aki has come and been involved a little bit and and really it's you just never really know what's going to happen um, which is part of the fun I think Uh, (laughs) you never know when he's going to come running in and stabbing me with an action figure which is what was happening uh Tuesday night Um, or just (laughs) just randomly marching up and just saying what's going on what's up and then eating his way off of the camera. So yeah, you just it's 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 fun. I,
3: I gotta say, I, I love that at any given moment, any of those things can and more than likely will happen in your streams. But as a parent of small children, it is such a testament to your patience that you don't absolutely lose it on camera. <laughs> the, you handle it so graciously. There there's just moments where where you see you just you kindly just mute you turn to aside yeah, and cool. very commonly speak <laughs> so let me, let, me,
1: let me lean into that just a little bit so early on uh, when we first started streaming I had a Blue Yeti microphone and those of you who have Blue Yetis you know there's a big old mute button on the one of it and you push it there's like an audible click and it lights yeah, it up chonks. red it chokes yeah.
2: whenever you mute yourself and uh, <laughs> so
1: I would I would do that and, and chat would just they would, they would start typing dad stares and then we have an emote called the dad stare and like that's where that whole thing originated is when oh. I would have to mute yes. and talk to the kids I'm like yeah. You know, you get that just that look of like, oh man, now they're in for it. Like the kids know the second I hit the mute button, it's like it's so funny. It's serious. It's on <laughs> There's yeah. like
2: there's like stages, right? There's the the Aki's kids are, you know, like the you know, uh, baby Aki and, and Peach are there on stream and it's like First, Aki's like, "Hey guys, maybe you don't do that." Then it's like, "Hey guys, maybe you don't do that." Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then it goes it's into the dad, And Then it's the dad <laughs> stare, and then it's the mute. The, it's the mute the stream, and we're having a conversation. Lower, and it's like, like yeah, oh my uh, yeah, the yeah the 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 low volume was not getting the intent across. There's yep. like, I feel no. like there's four levels of discipline that you see happen live on stream, and anybody uh,
1: anybody who's a parent with kids, you know that your your kids will bust through every single level before you finally get to the top one. It's like, okay, I hate oh, that yeah. we got to this point, but we're gonna. Have you to, took us there, yeah.
3: <laughs> into, like this is <laughs> yeah. this is a journey that you decided to go on. So yeah. yeah, but I will say this: like even being a streamer, like I feel like like I explored that with my daughter. My daughter just turned nine, and I explored mm-hmm. having her on stream because you kind of inspired that you put me at ease with that because wow. i said, "Man, you wow. know what let, let me let's try it and let's see what happens now mind you it happened once and probably won't happen again but it <laughs> inspired tried. me to at least explore it i tried it i yeah. tried it oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah i have done one with my my 10 year old nephew on stream with me playing mine, teaching me minecraft first okay, time i booted yeah. it up uh i've had my my five-year-old come and now six-year-old come and sit on stream with me and part of that is because of watching some stuff that i've seen uh, you know, you guys do. And and Mama Peach, I would love for you to chime in and just like before we get into calling and how you guys got into it, like really like the process of what God did in your hearts to bring you to this. What is your part and the role that you play in the live streams? Because uh, I think that, that I think that role is really, really important as a family, because it's not just Aki and the kids. You are also really active and involved in the community. Tell us a little bit about the role that you're playing right now in the, in the live stream and everything.
0: Absolutely. Um, my role has definitely evolved over time. Um, as I have, I've been a little bit later to Catching the Vision than Aki was. Um, and, and, you know, the true biblical definition of a couple, he kind of took the reins on this and um, did something I wasn't sure about in starting the stream. And I just kind of had to watch and see as things evolved. And the more time I spent just in the chat, the more time I realized the Lord was inviting me to participate in the ways that I am equipped to participate, just in um, empathetic listening, um, being kind, being encouraging. Um, So I started to kind of chat in the stream some, and then eventually um, found the courage to get on the microphones. And that was scary and amazing and has brought such joy and enrichment to my my life um, and to my relationship with the Lord to, to serve in that capacity, to love other people in that capacity, to get to know them. And as the stream has gotten um, further along and the kids have gotten older, um, I just kind of see myself as almost like a support pillar for whatever Aki, whatever his vision is. And I've learned to kind of trust the Lord will lead him um, in what we should do next. And I will be here every step of the way to very much of the time bring him pizza rolls or wrangle the children or <laughs> whatever needs to happen. Um, and then I also have the joy and the pleasure of helping him open up the stream each night. And um, we'll do like a little devotional and we'll pray together and do some chatting. And I spend a lot of time helping minister in the discord um, just on a more personal level. That 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 brings me so much joy. And, and um, I'm so grateful to participate in the ways that I can.
3: Yeah. I, I love talking, he, hearing your heart behind the the ministry side of it. For me, I I came to know Aki through uh, I saw Aki and Peach for a while, but I never really jumped into any of the streams or anything. Uh, it was Destiny 2, which I wasn't into Destiny at that time. So I just knew of the channel from afar. And then when we got to Megazord is when I really started to to see not just who Aki was, primarily because he is incredibly tall but also <laughs> but also just seeing your heart behind what you do your heart and your intentionality behind what you do mm-hmm. and and i'll never forget it will always be burned in my mind one of the core memories from megazord is seeing you guys on the phone going through the who's your one wow activity that we did and that Gosh. is burning to me because in my mind i'm thinking dude that is inspiring because my wife, for a long time, didn't get it either. She didn't. She 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 was, even now, there are times where she says, do you really need to do this? Absolutely. Is this something you really have to do? Absolutely. But even hearing testimonies throughout all of our streams and throughout the content that we create, she's not just bought into it, but something where she fully supports it. Wow. Now. That's everything. You know, so even, yes. exactly, even she's hearing your heart behind it. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm so excited that we're doing this podcast right now, this episode, because this is one that I want her to hear because it's not just me talking now. It's hearing, you know, Mama Peach's heart behind what you guys do. Aki's heart behind what you guys do. So I I love that intentionality and getting to know you even closer over the last few months has been incredibly uh, inspiring for me and has given me hope even through the hard times, the stuff that we've talked about in DMs you know, and oh, you're like, goodness. dude, I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for that. You know, that oh. that's impacted me, you know, Gosh, what a so I love to hear, to hear the ministry. From
2: you. Well, uh, you know, I think that when we're, when we talk about a family or a couple in ministry, some of the things that, uh, you know, I, I think some of the things that come into the conversation, um, especially when we're looking at the I I don't want to say toxicity, but a lot of the things that are very true inside of Twitch culture is that women are in a really unique and sometimes very difficult position inside of Twitch culture, um, where we really you people a lot of women either don't feel like they have a voice in it, um, or women feel like their voice is intimately linked to maybe something that is a, a pretty inappropriate. Uh, for things that are on the internet. And so it's really cool to uh, be able to walk through some of the story of you two as a couple and Mama Beach, you finding your voice inside the community. And I've said this for a really long time, I really feel like the two of you together, and I, I really do mean that, like I think it's, I think that's, I know you're saying like, I'm just here at the beginning of the stream and I'm here to support him. Um, but I I don't think that your community views you in that way. Um, no. I think that your community views you as a pillar Of the stream and as much a part of the community and of the stream uh, and of the family as Aki is, and I I know that that's how I view it. I think that a lot more people from the community and the people who watch also view it that way, and which is why I was really, it was really important to me to have both of you guys on. Um, I agree. We would love to. For the record, you agree? Yeah. Thank y'all for that affirmation.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, That's why I've been trying to talk you into just hanging out here.
0: I'll I'll be totally honest. When he said he wants to talk to you too, I'm like, why? (laughs) What, what do i have to contribute here but oh my gosh wow to to hear that's you know how you view me and what we're doing here that such an affirmation and a blessing straight from the lord a little love note from jesus to me through you today so thank you so much for that
2: I think a lot of people who come, you know, you have a lot of Destiny 2 players, obviously. Uh, You can talk about that, that being kind of your home game. Um, But I think a lot of people do end up in because of that first handful of minutes where there is the devotional, where there is prayer, where there is just time of connection. Um, We have found that to be true with Lux as well. Like people do come for the sermon, but they really are a lot of times there for me and my wife on the couch at the beginning of service, just connecting and having a good time with people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think that that is what people end up ultimately remembering. Remembering those nights by, um isn't the it won't end up being like the gameplay in the end of the day. Um, it'll be that feeling of of connection and, and deep care, which I've said from the beginning. You guys are a better team at pastoral care than most pastor care pastoral care pastors that I know. Preach. um And so, and I continue. But before we, you know, I, I'd love we could keep talking about because obviously I'm a, I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. And so is Savage, talk to us a little bit about the process of calling. Like what happened um in your heart Aki when you first decided you know what I think we're going to set up a stream because I'm sure there was some some doubt in there as you were getting started and some like wondering is this really what we're supposed to be doing I'd love to hear you unpack that a little bit
1: absolutely um I think for me it was so when I first found Twitch like truly found Twitch um I read an article on Kotaku about this place called God Squad Church we all know um, about God Squad and Susie. And so I went into the Susie streams and I started hanging out and started watching his stuff. And then I started watching several other Twitch streams and just kind of a recurring theme that I found was just this sense of so many people who were suffering and, and felt like they were isolated. And, you know, this was before COVID, right? So it, it's hard to think about the world before COVID, but this this was mm-hmm. before COVID. Um, and And just that sense of, there were a lot of people who were hurting online who had things to share and and things to uh burdens that they wanted to kind of offload and 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 share with other people and uh i I really just felt that sense of okay i want to create a place that can feel cozy and welcoming and inviting to anyone um that they can come into the stream and they can just they can experience christ's love in in a way um, that is reflected through a family and there was a lot of intentionality behind that um i spent a lot of time um Watching a lot of YouTube tutorials, researching equipment. Um, I actually this is really really ugly, but I created a little logo. I created some basic overlays and original like stinger transition. Like I I built like the whole package by hand there. myself. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it was not pretty. It was really it was really so ugly. cute. It was so but cute. it it worked though, and it, I mean it it's like I I had everything set up so that it looked at least uh, somewhat professional. I had a GoPro. Um, so I just, I used that as a, as a camera. And like I said, I bought the blue Yeti mic. And that was about as, that was about as complex as it got to begin with. Just, I spent about a hundred bucks on a mic and then we did, we got a better desk for that little area. We got a little like L shaped desk. It. it was a cheap one off Amazon. Um, yeah. but just, just some basic things. And there was, there was no frills. There was none of this behind me. It was literally, we were sitting downstairs in a bedroom <laughs> that had a sign leaning up against the wall and that, that was it. Like that was, that was how we started. Humble and uh, yeah it was it was absolutely one of those things where it's like okay god I, I think you're calling me me to this but i also put in a lot of work to get it ready and um every stream takes a certain amount of planning and effort um it is not just mm. uh sit down behind the mic hit go live and hope for the best it's there's prayer that goes into it i spend time before every stream listening to scripture and just getting in you know, to the right place with the Lord to be ready to serve and to be ready to pour out of myself because I pour out of myself all day, every day at work and obviously to my family off stream. But when, because it is a calling and I do feel like the Lord has equipped me to this, it is something that is incredibly rewarding and rejuvenating for sure, and it's sustainable. Um, Sustainability. Which is, that's huge. Yeah. And the fact that the whole family is plugged in and, and, and is, is on mission with me yes, makes it doable. If that wasn't okay. the case, it would be a lot, it'd be a lot more tough. Right.
2: Sure. Cause how many nights, like what's your schedule look like right now? Because this, I mean, it's not, you're not streaming once every three weeks, right? You guys have a very, a pretty rig- rigorous schedule that would be very difficult if you weren't with your family. Cause I mean, you work yep. full time. This is by vocation. Mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that.
1: So I work full time. I work from home. That's a, that's a critical component also. So I'm here all day, every day with the kids while I'm working. Um, But then we also stream out of the house. Um, So I work eight to five, stream at six. Um, Streams go until 10, 11 o'clock. And then it's off to bed and up to do it again the next day. Um, Hmm. I'm off Saturdays. Saturdays is like, I try not to do anything on those days. I have some people that run events in the Discord usually. Um, Sometimes I help with those. Um, Anime nights are on Wednesday nights. But otherwise, we're streaming Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, mm-hmm. I feel called to Twitch as a platform. So as a result of dedicating and, and pushing and working on Twitch, I don't spend a lot of time on other platforms. I don't have the time to spend a lot of time on other platforms, let's be honest. Sure. If I didn't work full-time, that might be a different story. But working full-time, and this is definitely at least minimum a part-time job. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at it just just from a pure hours perspective. So
2: oh yeah. uh, no I mean it's it's 20 plus, 20 probably plenty, wow I can't talk probably 20 plus hours a week mm-hmm. uh just in prep and actually being live and any you know stuff with your community right I know you have some people from your community that help you you know edit or produce content to go to other places Absolutely. you have which is which is great like you have a volunteer team around you people who've rallied to you mm-hmm. people who've donated to what you're doing people who've believed in what you're doing Big time. But it doesn't I think people look at that and like, well, if I had a couple of people to help me out, that'd be great. I'd be able to do it, too. Well, that's not necessarily the case. People don't understand what it actually takes to manage and lead and train volunteers and yep. equip people and have them actually follow through on stuff. Like there's a tremendous amount of work that goes off stream that goes into all of that as well.
1: I would I would say even like during my full time job, I'm spending a lot of time answering discord DMs coordinating things with people, um, planning, answering questions. We're currently going through a Discord overhaul right now. So I'm, I'm kind of, somebody is doing that for me, but I'm having to answer questions and manage that indirectly while somebody else is doing the work. Um, and there's a lot of relationship management that goes on. Obviously, I do my best to try to put some short form content out there, content out there, because that's really important. Also, uh, interacting with people on social media, um, you know, managing Twitter feeds, Instagram feeds, uh TikTok replying to comments. There's all all you see like when you're on camera, that's one thing. There's a whole other set of probably another twenty to thirty hours a week that go into working and managing relationships and people in the back end.
2: And Mama Peach I mean, helps with them. a lot of
1: that too. I'm very grateful for that.
2: And just for the record, like from our perspective, like Lux, this is my full-time job. Mm -hmm. Like this is what I do. I don't stream nearly as much as what Aki does. Leading the church is my full-time job. And I have two people who help us do short-form content like that are on my staff. And it is still a lot for two part-time staff members and me who's full-time. And so just to give you a scope, and idea, I think this is really helpful because, you know, in the scriptures, we have Jesus who says, before you build a house, count the cost. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I have a uh, – I mean, I can spend 100 bucks on a blue Yeti mic and put a sign on my wall. Um, I'm in. <laughs> and, like, people do – like, they need to count the cost of the calling. Like, if Go it ahead. is a calling, count the cost of the calling because if you're unable or unwilling to pay the cost of the calling, then very likely it may not be calling. Um, <laughs> and, and I think that that – I think that's really important – To get a peek behind the scenes and just say this is this is what our life is like like because really your life is like it is family and it is your stream community there is there's not a lot of bandwidth outside of those two things right it's really true and saturdays together yep and we do this
1: and um you know i'll also say like if you step outside of the calling if you try to prioritize yourself first I mean, I am, I am a walking example of someone who almost self imploded last year. Like I, I burned out really, really hard and our marriage almost fell apart and it was a huge mess. And so I'm just like being, vulnerability breeds authenticity. It's a big thing. That's like one of my things mm. that I always say. And I think it's really mm. important to be vulnerable. Like I, I, got, I got ahead of myself in the game and I put myself before what the Lord had for my life and I paid the price. Um, and praise the Lord, he brought us out of it. You know, at the end of the day, God is good. And I'm really grateful. And I'm thankful that my I have an amazing wife who really, really walks closely with the Lord and is a wonderful support. And I'm really grateful to have you as a partner.
0: I feel the same way about you. I was I was really proud of you to watch you realize you were letting your ego
1: It's
2: really what a it boiled bit well more down more important
0: to. than the Lord's ego, wow. maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so there are I guess some occupational hazards. mm mm-hmm. You know with, it's really with easy,
1: especially like when you're on the camera and you're in front of you're leading a community, it's really easy to let those priorities kind of slip. So yeah. mm. it's yeah. a
2: slow Matt kind of a Matt slow actually thing. talked about that last week. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, Matt Souza talked about that last week on the episode when we recorded with him. It was mm-hmm. one of the things that he left, you know like being careful of letting where your head is in yep. it, um, and, and making sure you're remaining at the right place. M- Mama Peach, talk to us a little bit about that for you, like the process of coming into this, because you said I was a little slower uh, than what Aki was at first. Just unpack the process of watching him start this and then the process of you feeling called to become more a part of it um, and now really it being like a family package deal, right? And this this deeply impacts your life as well. It's not just hockey's life, because it is four or five nights, six nights a week. Um, I mean, you also have to be at least, you know, somewhat on board with the whole thing. Otherwise it doesn't work. So tell us a little about that process for you and how God worked in your life to bring you to where you are.
0: Absolutely. And I will be totally transparent. When he first came to me with this, I thought, okay, this is just going to be an excuse to do more gaming and be online more with a, Mm. you know, a pretty title on it and a red bow that looks like ministry. Um, Hmm. and I didn't really know Twitch. I didn't really understand how it worked. Um, I didn't understand pretty much any of it, if I'm being honest, except for the fact that it had taken up a fair bit of Aki's time lately. It seemed to be positive, but again, I had the impression that, okay, this is just going to be kind of a cover for more gaming. And I wasn't necessarily mad about that, but it wasn't something that I wanted to rearrange my entire life for. Um, so when he started... I, I just tried to be supportive. Um, and, and we had a little baby at that time, you know, baby Aki was two. not even two yet. He you just know? turned he two. He just turned two. Yeah. And you know, parents out there know that's a, that's a pretty <laughs> challenging age. You know, and we had one in school full-time peach. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, several hours in the evening, I'm going to be on my own with the baby. And, um, it was kind of frustrating for me at first, but, um, The Lord sustained me during that time, and I made up my mind that I was going to open my heart to the possibility of whatever it was, and that took submission on my part that I did not want to participate in at first. Um, But often, we all know with the Lord, He is patient, and He is gentle with us, and He continues to give us opportunities to submit to Him, and when we do, so much of the time there are beautiful things waiting on the other side of that submission. And so I started to watch the streams, and I started to see one of the things that moved me the most were the was the true, authentic, authentic joy Aki expressed when something special would happen. Hmm. Like, we got a big raid, and I'll never forget the first time we got a big raid. It was like 128, I think.
1: It was Susie that raided us, Susie actually. Susie raided us, and... Yeah.
3: Okay. that's funny just the, yeah.
0: the joy on his face um it did something to me just as his wife um on a, i'm in love with you level um and i started to notice people chatting in in the mm. chat and saying things like i had a really hard day today and being in here just cheered me up or
3: mm. um
0: you just seem like such an authentically kind person and it brings me joy and makes me feel less lonely to be in here with you. And the Lord allowed me to come in a couple of times and see people say something that I really could relate to, like, I'm really depressed today, and I'm really struggling. And I'm thinking, wow, I know what it's like to be depressed and what it's like to struggle. Um, and those things happened enough, and I started to chat in the chat. And before I knew it, he Aki was inviting me to get on the mic, and I was really hesitant to do that. Um...
1: She's an introvert, if you didn't know. Absolutely, you know. And also, as a I'm woman. I'm an extrovert, so I've got woman, that going for me.
0: As a woman, you guys mentioned this earlier, it can be a little scary to be online, um, to put yourself out there in that yeah. capacity based on, you know, past experiences. And every woman knows what I'm referring to here. Um, but I, I decided that I wanted to be faithful to what I felt the Lord was asking me to do. And it had to become more about my relationship with the Lord than my relationship with Aki. And Mm
3: -hmm.
0: as I continue to lean into that more and more, I truly, I can imagine the Lord's hand reaching out saying, I'm inviting you to be a part of this. I want you to be a part of this. See what this is. Um, And I just tried to lean into that. And there were moments of frustration still where the schedule felt too overwhelming. Sometimes we still have those moments and we have to reconnect and, you know, discuss it and talk about it. But as we've gotten deeper into this, Aki has been really mindful of my emotions. He has made me feel like a valued part of the team. He often reminds me, I can't do this without you. And I would uh, encourage any husband that's listening so good. that is involved in con- content creation, invite your spouse, show them their role, show them where they can participate. And if you don't know, get on your knees and ask the Lord to show you where that is. Um, and let it become something that you two can do together. You both are going to have to catch a vision for it. But you may have to lead your spouse into that as Aki led me.
3: Hmm.
0: So That's so good. It... And
3: I love. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say it has become such no. a precious, beautiful thing now for the both of us. And there are still frustrating, uh, exhausting moments. <laughs> um, but overall, not yeah. only has it enriched our marriage, it has enriched my my personal relationship with the Lord so much to serve in a ministry like this. And it truly is a ministry. I mean, there's so much room in it. If you happen to be listening to this and you're thinking, this sounds like something I might want to get into, take that to the Lord and let him know. Um, There Mm. are just so many openings for people that need to connect and need to feel the love of Jesus um, and And to be heard and validated.
1: Not all content creation looks the same.
0: Absolutely. It's like the body
1: of Christ. You know, we all can't be hands. We all can't be feet. We all can't be ears, but there is a place I think for anybody that's interested or feels a call or a poll to content creation. There's, there's a place, whether that's, you know, being behind the camera and a microphone yourself, whether that's getting into editing, editing takes skill and practice. It takes, it takes mm. a lot of time to get good at. It. I am not good at it. I work with some people that are very good at it and I'm grateful for it, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have like right now, like I don't have, I'm not good at social media. I'm okay at it. Um, I'm not great at editing. I'm okay at it, but like these these are like needs and and roles that I would love to, you know, find people to come and, and help and walk alongside of us. And Absolutely. I think I think a lot of content creators right. also feel that struggle because For it's sure. it's just tough. You you have to be kind of a jacket
3: of all trades and maybe a master at one. Like <laughs> I think I was just gonna say that I think that that's that's what I love about your story, that even through the difficult moments and the tough moments you guys haven't given up and that has served as an inspiration to those that are coming behind you. I, I consider you guys and and Susie to be the trailblazers in the space. Oh my God. And there's That's a lot much. that you guys have had to endure. There's a lot that you guys have had to struggle with in order for others that come behind you not to have to struggle with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank so yeah you. I don't know why that made me emotional, but yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, God bless you, <laughs> There's been honey. some waves what of emotion a, here and there as we're talking through all this. What a precious, <laughs> yeah. precious thing you, to hear. Um, and we, well, I know we feel the same way about to have a church come alongside us and see this and think, that's something we want to be involved in. That's so special. Mm-hmm. That's so important and yeah. profound. Thank you. Thank you for that support.
2: Well, Absolutely. I really want to tap into your, there's so many things I still want to get into. I want to tap into your home church. I love this, this story of calling. Um, I I love this pulling of like, hey, in, involve your spouse, show them their role inside of that. Um, I've talked to so many people who they're like, they got, they've gotten permission to do it um but they're not like they're the only one in it and i keep telling people that god doesn't see you as two they see god sees you as one when you're married you're not two flesh you're one flesh of god if the holy spirit isn't moving in their life then you feel like they're calling you then you need to really go back to the drawing board and figure out because god doesn't call us to division he calls us to unity i was gonna say i'm gonna speak a little speak a little
1: boldly into adding on to what mama Pete said and what you're saying there if it is a calling god will call both of you Mm. and the timing of that depends on when you both feel the call come on that's tough and to be
2: clear yeah to be clear that doesn't have to look like what Aki and Mama Peach are doing exactly right Mm -hmm. um you know in in our case my wife is on camera uh once a week for service but Throughout the week, right, she's doing behind the scenes stuff. She's supportive of me, but then she's also, you know, she's running a team here. She leads a small group there, so she's more involved with sort of caring and loving in the community. We heard that from Matt and Amanda uh, two weeks ago on the episode as well, or two episodes ago, not two weeks ago. Um, and we really heard like Amanda doesn't spend a tremendous amount of time in the front of the camera, or at least didn't at first. Um, But she's, you know, she's one of the key leaders of God Squad Church now seven years in. And I think when many people think of God Squad Church right now, they actually think of Amanda in many cases, at least, you know, for me, that's one of the things that I think of Amanda, maybe amongst a couple of others um, who are, who are key in that organization. And so Mm -hmm. I, but I also love what you said, like uh, content creation doesn't always look the same. I mean, um, I I think of our video director at Lux, Greg, um, really great, incredible young man yeah he's like sitting in the studio next (laughs) to me um greg Greg is very rarely in front of the camera right he's always behind the camera he's shooting he's editing and that sort of stuff um but what greg has consistently taught me is sort of the skill of crafting and telling story and narrative through editing yeah and um although it's really time intensive one of his favorite things to do is to take this huge chunk of gigs and gigs and gigs of data in video format and then to pull it in and say we are going to draw out of this data the story that's trying to be told and the power that is in that story. And he's t- showed me the value of being a storyteller through editing. And so if you're like, hey, I'm a designer, I'm an editor, I wanna get into these things. I, I wanna compose my own music. All of those stuff are things that are really valuable for content creators. Absolutely. And you become mm-hmm. a content creator through it. Like find someone to partner with and say, hey, I believe that God is calling me to this as well, but he's not calling me to be in front of the camera or he's not calling me to be on the microphone. He's not calling me to live stream. I don't have the time to schedule mm-hmm. it, but I do have these skills and giftings and I'd love to bring them in. And I'd love to see that from the community. I think, you know, slightly technical part of your community as well. Uh, I know like he sent me a new PC care package of like softwares and things that I could run to break in my new PC. Yeah, um, great. And it's oh. like, yeah, it's stuff like that where it's like just leveraging stuff that I would never even have been able to develop on my own. Right. right. Um, but he is and he does. And I think that that stuff's really cool and very powerful. Um, really, really, really powerful as well um like I said, there's so many other elements that i would I would love uh <laughs> Let's be so honest, many we could things. probably
1: talk for hours.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I agree. But let me let me tap into this, and then Savage has a great question for bringing us to a close here in a bit. Um, tell us about your home church, because you guys have a physical church that's not huge in my understanding, but very, very supportive of what you're doing. I would love for you to unpack that and just even tell us how the heck did that happen, right? <laughs> because there's so few people in this space who are doing this missionally who churches get it at all. They're so dismissive of the space, so dismissive of gaming as a, as a hobby or lifestyle how did that happen
1: so i think it's 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 interesting right um so we this this is this is wild this is really god actually so let me go into kind of some of the background of this so i grew up going to church uh, 85 miles away from where i grew up My parents always said a church alive is worth the drive and so we would would get up on sunday mornings we would drive 85 miles to this church so i grew up going to this church and i met all these awesome people did youth group with these awesome folks and went on through life and everything and uh all these years later mama peach and i get married have kids move around and then we end up settling in sturgis and i you know a lot of the people that i was connected with through that old youth group i'm still friends with on facebook and stuff and you know one of them happened to see we lived in sturgis and they had gone to bible college with this pastor that was asked to come and, and plant a uh uh church plant here and here in Sturgis um it's it's a branch off of a Assemblies of God uh main campus in Rapid City and they had gone to Bible College together and so Jen tagged me on Facebook I was like hey they're starting service tomorrow you should go And I'm like we didn't have a, really have a home church at the time I was I was kind of driving into Rapid uh to a Wesleyan church with the kids and but, you know that's 30 miles from where we live every Sunday morning and as much as I love my parents and, and getting up 85 miles every morning, I would rather go find a church here in town. So we went over there and it was, gosh, I think five people. We were meeting in the local community center in this big amphitheater and there were five of us in there and it was Pastor Dusty and his wife Elise and I got a chance to beat them and I took the kids and uh, we, we just started going and uh, invited Mama Peach to join us and we went and we, we started to get involved and plugged in and it was actually before I had gotten into Twitch and everything and I, I actually just one Sunday, it was it was the kind of setup in the church plant, those of you who do church plants, you kind of are familiar with this, we had to set up and tear down every week. So yep. one week during oh, Teardown, yeah. I was telling my pastor, Dusty, I was just like, so there's this cool platform called Twitch and video game, he doesn't do gaming. And I was like, you know, there's people online who play games and stuff and I'm thinking about maybe starting to try to do a ministry over there. He's like, oh, cool, let me know how it goes. I was like, okay. So, you know, I just started talking with him about it and just let him know, hey, it's kind of neat. We're getting people in chat and, and talking about some of the testimonies and things that are happening in stream and everything. And he ended up creating a Twitch account. Again, not a gamer, they have a, they have a Nintendo Wii in their house and that's it. And that's just <laughs> to play like the Wii sports and stuff. Yeah. And uh, they, they, would, they tuned in and they would watch the streams and they would see us online doing our thing and ministering and everything. They're like, what you're doing here is, it's, it's legit. And, like, we want mm. to advertise it to our church community as, as a small group. And uh, at that point, met a couple other people in church that were gamers. Um, one in particular um, was on one of my Destiny 1, Day 1 oh. raid teams after he found out that we streamed on Twitch and I played Destiny, everything we started connecting over that and stuff. And so it's just, it's been really neat to see them support and talk about what we do online. They they talk about it in front of the whole church. And like we're we up to, mm. you know, 60, 70 people now. Like yeah, we're it's, really it's, it's slowly growing. We're, we're about to get a permanent location, spin off and become our own church. Like all sorts of crazy growth has happened in our own personal church, which is really fun. But um, we've walked really closely alongside of this pastor the whole time. Like we're we've, I hate to use the word like foundational members because that feels like I mean, we, we've well, been here since the start. you're in the first five, this.
2: yeah. If you're in the first five, you're foundation. Yeah, really. Yeah. Who, who well, else? You know. Who else is going to be laying the foundation except the first five? Come on. Well, back. and two yeah. two of
1: the original five are no longer at the church, so you know. It's like us, yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. us and then Judy and Toa. And yeah, yeah, That's yeah. that's basically it. But so. we're all kind of oh, like and Jamie and Amber really
0: yeah. good friends now. And yeah, and mm. we just have invested that's in awesome. each other's lives, and what and it's what's amazing is if you
1: hear some of Mama Peach's church story and like how she was hurt by the church growing up and everything. And to know that like when we were here, she's from Georgia. I am born and raised in South Dakota. So we're technically in my home territory. And for mm-hmm. many years, you know, Mama Peach was, was begging basically for friends, begging the Lord for friends. And now through mm-hmm. this church, she has developed true friendships. Yeah. And it's, it's been a wonderful, beautiful thing it to see it took getting
0: uncomfortable and submitting.
1: Yeah, is, is mm-hmm. what I mean, that's it a took. theme yeah in it's my life for sure
0: i'm I'm a huge brat and i don't like <laughs> well not that i'm not do. just saying like <laughs> in just in everything that
1: we've been talking about it takes submission but it if i
0: could encourage to you to Lord? get uncomfortable yeah. for a few minutes yeah. some good things can happen if you're listening to the lord's voice Anyway, so Dinner. long story
1: short, it was it was a pastor that was receptive to the concept of what we were trying to build in an unconventional style of ministry. He has and I've a teachable actually, spirit. A he teachable is, spirit is yeah. huge, and I've I've met with our yeah. youth pastor of the larger like church branch that we're a part of, and talked about Twitch and the things that we're doing, and yeah, it's it's been really neat.
0: They see the um, possibility of reaching a, a younger generation too. Um, and the power in that, and and some people that are you know disabled and aren't able to leave their homes as often, and um, there's just so much potential for connection and and discipleship there.
2: Oh, I love it! Yeah. Absolutely love it.
3: That's really exciting. Yeah, it is. that's really exciting. I didn't know you guys had an AG background.
2: Yeah, I oh, grew up
1: Mount AG. A. Uh, yeah. She grew up Southern Baptist though, so I'm she AG. was a little, well, she was I'm a little, great. she was a little like AG. I don't know,
0: like. Yeah. <laughs> They're crazy. They, 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 they move, they they move gonna, around a little too much for me. Or are they going to be dancing? <laughs> yeah, like, what is this? About? Snakes. <laughs> Ooh, oh my god! We did have a guy That's come in so with the funny. horn
1: that one time. What was that? You remember that? Oh,
0: uh, I'm not oh sure the shofar.
1: Sure the shofar. Yeah, he yes. came with the shofar one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> Our pastor said, <laughs> "I promised awful. myself I'd never let it get too weird here, but we're gonna we're gonna blow this thing."
1: I think he was. That's so funny. He was <laughs> like a tourist that had come and visited for the day. It was. It was kind of crazy. It was fun. It
3: was fun. Yeah. That Hope that's we just weird just. that he would feel the you know we're not getting into it like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself later. in <laughs> trouble podcast. yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble well listen switching gears a little bit uh, because I'm I'm just uh, I'm weird like that I, I like to know the 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 real real like the the funny stuff mm-hmm. as well because I know that that we talked a lot of the, about the more serious stuff but I want to know because you're you, you do this as a family and because mm-hmm. the family is so visible on stream. Oftentimes, I want to know what the most horrifying or humiliating moment has been on stream as a family. Ooh.
0: Was you remember when um, Risky pooped?
3: Oh, our dog pooped can. on on stream. We had live on stream.
0: Can. We watched oh, yeah. him, watched him poop,
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> right now!"
0: And it was like a you know, a <laughs> he literally
1: amount. like just, just popped right up on
0: <laughs> And it was zoomed in on puppy cam Oh
1: yeah, it was legendary. just oh. oh man. Man. I'm sure there's a clip out there somewhere of that. Oh, oh, oh man!
3: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Like, Every how do you react to like, that?
1: Either that, or there's a there's a sound clip uh where I'm y- literally yelling to baby Aki, get your sh- get my shorts out of your mouth because he's underneath me and like <laughs> trying to like bite at my shorts. It's just oh my gosh Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you just never know. I also, I also great. one time Mama Peach brought me coffee and it was this microphone. I it, it had a big old thing of whip topping on top of it and i brought it across and it just right on the microphone just caught it, was it. Covered so you had to clean the microphone <laughs> off i had to clean your, the microphone right, off and your I'm mouth, like... so. goodness, oh, goodness. Oh, which was a little awkward
0: aki's so uh, pure he didn't even think I was about just like, the uh, implications yeah. of that
3: oh man that's that hilarious no longer
2: wholesome uh, excuse me uh, yeah oh,
3: remove my the family-friendly tag please yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man i love that question that was great yeah
3: that's awesome it's a moment well
2: i i'm sure there's plenty of moments you guys have had that are just like so unique so many streamers stream it's just stuff it's a safe environments right just really controlled environments and you guys are just like Man, the the transparency that your community has is really unique to it, Espe- even in the Christian community, right? I would say that there has been seasons where we've seen that in other communities, where we've seen high levels of transparency and honesty. Um, but you guys, it it's very interesting because it's like you almost – you turn on the cameras and it's not like you're getting on camera to tell something that happened this week, right? It's like you are just thoroughly welcomed in to your home, right? There's no closed doors. There's no please don't interrupt me when I'm streaming. There's no, hey, I'm working I'm, I'm in out. here. This
1: this is this is in our loft, like which is just wide open. The kitchen's <laughs> right there. The, obviously you've heard the kids on and off throughout the whole thing. So yeah, it's it is very so, much a welcome to our house.
2: Yeah, there's something very unique uh, and very authentic about that, where I think it even brings a great deal of comfort to people who are raising young kids. And there's days where your kids are just, you know, the last two days, my daughter has gone back to bed almost immediately after getting up uh, because she was just such a crab. She was just out of control.
0: Relatable. And
2: some. Sometimes as a parent, you feel like a failure. You just feel like, oh, what am I Mom. doing wrong with this child? Like, right. yeah. what is what is happening with this kid? And then you jump on you you know you jump on your family stream, and you're like, oh, oh, this is, this is just, just me. Of these kids. <laughs> oh, like no, no, no. But you're just like, oh, this is this is actually this is it's life, horrible. right? Because so yeah. many people's internet presence is so polished, and even in the Christian sphere. My, I mean, my presence is to a certain extent has a little, little spit polish on it. Right. Even in the, in the, in the, in the online sphere. And so, you know, I, and I'm not saying that yours isn't professional or that your presence isn't really well done. I'm just saying like you, it's like you put a camera up in the house and you're like, Hey, welcome to our family. And it really does in many cases feel like you're stepping into and becoming part of the family because the stuff, you know, isn't shoot away. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and there's encouragement to feel like I'm not alone. And, you know, I think one of the most powerful elements of community is it tells you, it's like the point in the mall map that says you are here, right? It lets you, we all know where we want to go, but you can't navigate to it if you don't know where you are. Mm. And so many people in our comparison to other people are just desperately searching for a you are here point. We just want to know where we are. We want to know how we're doing and your stream Mm. for families, at least and gamers, it gives a it gives kind of like a hey this is where you are point right like and and it that that is very comforting for people i think i think it's really comforting it's comforting for me i think it's very comforting for a lot of people who have kids to be able to come in and and get get some bearings um by watching your family live on stream without without the polish and without the veneer um it's it's very real and i think that um, and it and
1: it generates an environment where people who are parents. have kids that are young gamers like we play a lot of destiny we take kids through content and it's a safe Mm -hmm. place to come and do that
0: we've also found that a lot of the community members need us at the same place and want to share their authentic Mm -hmm. lives and their authentic chaos with us too Mm -hmm. Um, sure sure you have a lot of young millennials can happen there yeah yeah
2: sure you have a lot of young millennials who see the way that you love your kids and when they haven't had that right they feel the ability to be themselves in your community um, yeah. which is very powerful okay so the thing that we like to close with is your ability to hand down wisdom hard-fought wisdom that the two of you have gained so what is how how long have you guys been going live
1: three years and three months and two weeks
2: <sighs> three years three months two weeks okay so for each of you aki and then and then mama peach aki what Do you know now that you would have told yourself three years, three months, and two weeks ago? Mm. If you had to pick one thing that you're gonna hand down to someone who's getting started today.
1: There's a lot of things that I would say, but I think the the thing that I would say is check your ego at the door. Hmm. Do not be afraid to be real, raw, and vulnerable. Those, those moments when I have been the most real, raw, authentic, and vulnerable have been the moments where I've been able to do the most ministry and I think has left the most lasting impact on people's lives. Mm. Don't sugarcoat the truth.
2: Amen. And if you're wondering what real and vulnerable is, stop by uh, The Adventures of Aki and, <laughs> oh, and Aki and Fam. Like, oh, yeah. Literally stop by because some people don't know what it even looks like. Some people don't mm-hmm. know what authenticity and vulnerability actually are. Mm -hmm. um and they think they're being authentic and vulnerable but they're really not right it's it's like uh, authentic and vulnerability for the hopes to build platform um and uh, the authenticity and vulnerability don't start until you stop trying to build platform with it um Mm -hmm. and so like that that's very real and apparent inside of your community mama peach how about you what is something that you would have told mama peach three years three months two weeks ago
0: i would have absolutely told myself open yourself up to the possibility of what the Lord is communicating to your husband that he may not have communicated to you yet.
3: Mm. Oh, that's, um, that's good.
0: That that would have changed my life at that point. And I got there eventually. I just kind of look back and I think, dang, you know, I could have gotten so much more joy so much sooner. Um, I could have been so much more supportive so much sooner. Um, and the Lord redeemed those moments and this very moment Absolutely. that I'm getting to share this. Um, with maybe another spouse or wife or partner that's listening. Um, Just open yourself up to the possibility that the Lord could be working in your spouse and you just don't see it yet. Then submit yourself to to the Lord in that way and, and give him a chance to communicate with you too. And because you fit into their calling if you're one before the Lord.
2: And if you're a, if you're a couple, if you're married, you are. Well, you know, the the church, and for good reason, has a lot of pushback when we use the word submission. Um, in, in many cases, because we've misused that word. Absolutely. And Mama yes. Peach, you've done such a good job of, I, I feel like, uh, you've used the word submission and articulated it many times throughout the course of this show without making it feel oppressive. Thank um, you. Thank you. Right? And I— I, I think that is, I think that's really powerful. And I think as you come in, right, you you get to see really what the Lord talks about when he talks about uh, wives, submit to your husbands and husbands, love your wives. When you come in, you begin to realize that in loving your wife, it also is submitting to uh, your wife, right? That, that it's the calling. It's a two-way street
0: and submission, mindful submission, the way the Lord meant for me has become one of the greatest tools in my liberty and freedom as a Christian, as a mother, and as a woman of God. Amen.
2: Amen. So powerful. Well, listen, guys. First off, thank you, Aki. Thank you, Mama Peach, for being willing to come on. Um, Aki, you know I love you. We're big supporters. We, We love what you're doing. Mama Peach, I hope that you know that through this, the value of what has come out of this has been incredibly enhanced and deeply like deeply improved Absolutely. by your participation oh in gosh, it thank
0: you guys both yeah. so much such affirmation and joy for me today I'm, i was yeah. such an unexpected treat so it's, it's nice <laughs> to be able
1: to relax and let her chat too it's, it's, uh, Amen. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> less <laughs> pressure. and, oh,
2: goodness, and that's goodness. not to say that hockey doesn't add value but of just course. to point out like the the value is 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 just increased and it's been a huge that's blessing true. Um, Listen, if you're listening to this episode, we're so glad that you're coming along the NCMU podcast journey with us. Um, and we're just getting a chance to meet some incredible people who are listening to the calling of God. I think there's been some really powerful points in this of determining if you're called, but also of counting that cost and realizing what you're getting yourself into when you're going to call this a ministry and a calling and not just a hobby or a side gig, right? Or not just a hustle. Um, It's been really, really good to kind of see your guys' heart in all of that. And to point out, like if you wanted to meet Aki and Theoretically, fingers crossed, you want to meet Mama Peach. Uh, we would love for yes. you to be able to do that at Nerd Culture Ministry Summit this November in Marble Falls, Texas. And so you can pick up your ticket right now at ncmsummit.com. Um, it's pretty inexpensive. I think it's like 140 bucks. There's an early bird special. If you do it, you get to bring a plus one with you. So it's like you literally get two for the price of one. So if you consider it that, right, it's like 70 bucks a person to be able to come to this three day event where you're going to be able to hear. Um, guys like Aki and, and folks like Mama Peach be able to share from their hearts on panels and hear some really great keynotes. But then also like there's just lots of general time of connecting. There's like open gaming and open hangout time throughout plan for NCMS and lots of opportunity for you just to get meet people and, and touch base with people that maybe – You've only seen over the internet, and so it's going to be really powerful. Marble Falls, Texas, this November, I think it's 8th, 9th, 10th in Marble Falls, Texas. Um, Check it out. We want you to be there if you're listening to this, especially if you're feeling a calling into ministry. Um, We hope that that would be kind of the watershed moment for you to figure out, man, is this what God is leading me to or isn't what he's leading me to? come on out invest the time and the money to come out to marble falls with us for ncms but as for me and savage for aki and for mama peach we want to thank you so much for listening in to this episode and be sure to come back for next episode of the ncmu podcast Thanks for listening to the NCMU podcast and we would love to connect to you. Listen, there are links in the description of this episode to the people that were on the show, to the organizations and the networks and the movements that we are connected to here at the NCMU. You can grab that link to register for the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit, November in Marble Falls, Texas this year 2023 we'd love to see you there and we would love 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 to hear from you until we find out where we're going to send everybody in terms of a discord please feel free to email me at at marketluxdigitalchurch.com we'd love to hear about what you're doing and if you'd like to be on the show email me tell me about what you're doing tell us your story we'd love to chat with you and get a chance to meet with you and we'll see you next episode